3: It's the 18th of April. We should have been at King George's Fields playing Corinthian Casuals today, but instead, you've got us for the next half hour ish talking all things Worthing. Welcome to RebelYell.live.
0: Rebel Yell Super Saturday.
3: So we're back again with myself, James. But Darren, why don't you say that again? Good old technology. Eh? I, I'm the host. And I can't even get it right myself. So uh, how, how have you uh, how have you been this week then? Or last few weeks?
4: Uh, yeah, like I said, a bit frustrating. Obviously being sort of on lockdown. Uh, but um, you know, it's been quite quite good spending time with uh, the family and and uh, with my little one year old. And you know, just you know, you don't usually get that much time. So I'm just embracing that really, rather than sort of being stressed and and sort of uh, irritated about not being able to get on with the daily life. So, but, um, but no, yeah, like I say, just trying to embrace it and enjoy it rather than oh. sort of being, being down and, and, and sort of glum.
3: And obviously we know you, you obviously do you want to do a plug for your little business. What's the business call? You always do it on the podcast. You always oh, oh
4: moving buddies. Yeah. So what's happened um, with that?
3: Is that, is that all stopped now? Is that all had to stop? Um, I'll, I'll be
4: honest with you. There's, it's, it's, it's all sort of, um, a lot of removals companies have stopped and, Some are still going. I've kind of, I kind of, without boring you, fall into sort of the universal credit group. So, because I'm a director of the company, so uh, I have to kind of sort of, you know, put food on the table. So I've been doing a few jobs, but obviously making it as safe as I can, sort of with my masks and my gloves and bits and bobs like that.
3: Yeah, well, we just Uh, want you to stay safe, mate. Just um, look after yourself and your family. So the,
4: the government is still letting moves go ahead and sort of, putting through but yeah put put putting sort of putting moves through so yeah kind of doing as much as i can but being as safe as i can at the same time
3: oh good to hear good to hear Stu. what have you been doing this week at all mate uh or since we lost spoke <laughs> really
1: yeah mate just really just working i'm still i get the work from home which is quite nice so uh, it's working and yeah exercising trying to stick to a quite a strict exercise regime a regime routine or whatever you want to call it um working, been down the club, just making sure everything's right down there and yeah, just trying to pass the days, mate, really,
3: just uh, yeah, trying to get through get through as best I can. I think it's what Sam said on the last podcast, he said, "Um, all the days sort of roll into one, don't they? I mean, I, I can't believe it's been 21 days since we last did this and it's only when I logged on to uh, the Mixer programme earlier and saw the chat, it was 21 days ago, so a lot has, do you think a lot's changed in the last few weeks, chaps? I'm not really too sure in terms of personal lives, it's all been very similar. Jas, what about you? Have you, um. Have you, what, what did you do for your 18th? I know, um, I know it's obviously very hard, but I mean, we couldn't have got you down the pub or anything. But what did you do to celebrate? Did you have, <laughs> do, did yeah, you have
5: no, steak? I did, yeah, I did <laughs> a fair. He loves the steak. Consid- considering the circumstances. My family were brilliant, they made it very special for me balloons, all that sort of stuff. Um, made it a really nice day. Had, had, and, you know, yeah, had yeah. some really nice foods, so Jelly, ice managed ice foods. to see. My girlfriend, obviously, at a distance, but I kind of stood on the end of her driveway while talking to her. Just a little what, declaring bit. Declaring your love for her. Yeah, a little bit strange, but it was nice. Which to one, go. Jasper? Oh, there's only one. There's only one, Pete. There's only one. Um, oh, what's her name, Lily, yeah. again, is it? Yeah, name? Lily,
3: yeah. Is she listening yeah. now? Uh, probably not, let's be honest. Oh, that's not. Yeah, it's like my yeah, missus, that's... mate, to be honest. She goes, go and do your stupid podcast and leave me alone for an hour and a half. I was like, yeah, yeah, all right, will.
5: <laughs> no, but yeah, on the whole, it was a really nice day. I had some really nice food. Dad cooked a lovely fillet steak. And, uh, <laughs> what I was it, peppercorn time.
3: sauce you liked, wasn't it?
5: Yeah, decent, to be fair. It was his first time making his own. He did very well.
3: <laughs> good old Mr Patterson there, yeah. So there we exactly. go. Pete, what about yourself, mate? What have you been doing?
6: Uh, frustrated like everybody. I have got some work I can do from home next week, which is good. Keep keep the brain occupied. But um Yeah, it's just been it's difficult for everybody isn't it when you're stuck in lockdown you sort of think you're sitting there it's a nice day and you're like should we pop down to Burlington for a
3: pint and you're like oh no we can't it's it's one of those things that you just want to I think you just really really want to get to pubs those things I don't do that often apart from on a football match day but when you can't do it you just want it even more um but you know like Sam like myself are furloughed at the moment so Sam what have you been doing apart from playing football manager
7: uh, lots and lots of football manager I don't know if you saw on my Twitter I actually set up a little Subutio Stadium as well because I miss oh, football no. that much so I did a bit of Chelsea, Real Madrid Champions League on that um, brought back some memories from the childhood uh, religiously doing Joe Wick's workouts in the morning been going for a few runs bit of yoga here and there um, but yeah generally just chilling out that's all I can do
3: no, so um, at the football manager what, what, what league are you in with Worthing did they just
7: lose in the playoffs to the premiership lost in the playoff uh, for the championship final yeah we, we got someone ringing in here that's me sorry <laughs> <laughs> can
4: you can you can you set me on it so i can switch it right. over do it do it, do it do it again yeah, do it again sorry technology here there you go
3: no perfect that's no, just me and you, mate <laughs> Right, good old technology here. Um If you've been following on Twitter. Buddy Buddy's ruined that up. Buddy, that. Buddy's messed that up. Apologies, Sam. He's just he's just <laughs> cut the feed of our feed. So <laughs> bloody buddy, do you know what I mean? Let me let me add him to the call. But yeah, just say that again, mate. What are you what, what league are you up to in um in uh in in uh, in, uh Football Manager twenty
7: twenty? So if we're we're following on Twitter there, I've got up to twenty thirty two. So I've been playing a lot. Um my current game stats I think are about 300 hours or something mental like that. So, yeah, lots and lots of players sitting there trying to get Werven up to the Prem and understand that Nick Courtney has just started up a save as well. So, he's hot on my heels in the football manager sense. So, if anyone has got the game and would like to play online, again, get in touch. No, I, I'll Sam, it.
6: Sam, do you wear um, do you wear a suit when you play
7: football manager? Or When we get to the finals, it might have to be done. <laughs> I send a picture yeah. next time. Um, Nick, Nick has just commented in, says on on his save, Jasper's only got one for Flair. Oh, <gasps> no! Be fair. That Let's be honest. And about that. right. <laughs> nah, it's time I'll
5: just kick it and run off. Of
2: it.
4: His <laughs> <laughs> buddy, your assistant manager. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
7: I think he think he's retired now. Retired a few years ago. So we're in twenty thirty two. Remember.
3: Yeah, What's so fast? it will be managing Man United now, yeah?
7: That's it. <laughs>
3: so, um, Spence, been, uh, Spence, you haven't been furloughed, have you? Are you, are you working from home?
6: Uh, so, I'm working from home, you know. I've got, got a nice, easy commute down the stairs. That's good. That's all right. And, uh, <laughs> no excuses for being late. Um, just trying to keep routine and try and keep the same, really. Nice, nice and bright and pink at the moment and peeling from spending too much time out in the garden. I think it's, it's like everyone's a bit too, much, you know, you've got sign of the outdoors, that's it. You're just like, yeah, I'm for it, you
3: know. <laughs> no, so it's one of those, so have you been changing up your rooms so your office is different every day? Like one day you're in the kitchen, one day you're the outside, one day in your living room?
6: No, I'm set up in a, I'm set up in a dining room, that's literally my office now. Oh, every, no, everyone so is covering Zoom backgrounds, that's, that's becoming a bit of a thing oh yeah um, i've seen some clips where someone gone. made their
3: face into a potato or something like that <laughs> on, uh, on these Zoom things that was a great
6: stuff That is a great story yeah the boss is it the a boss potato. or something yeah
5: yeah <laughs> been it could be stuck
3: as a potato. so later on in the podcast chaps we should have um carl rushworth joining us he's uh, on a fitness session with brighton and hove albion at the moment online so i don't know what that is you darren and jasper and Stu, you might know more about that but he's on partaking in an online fitness session so i don't know if that's uh Glenn Murray worked during the call on me dance on webcam or something like that, or I don't know, what it could be. The, but he get, said he get the fringe
4: on. <laughs> the fringe. on. He,
5: I'll,
4: I'll be interested to see his air
5: see how it's getting on. Oh my God, it's me a He got
4: more and more stylish as the year went on, that kid, <laughs> didn't
5: he?
3: Did he? learning from you.
4: No, not for me. I'm telling you, I think he got, he, he got obviously. He was getting better and better, so I think he got more confident, didn't he? And he was coming in he was coming in with all the different hairstyles, different I,
7: I did notice he had different different gloves and boots as well. A lot of the time yeah. he started matching them up.
5: Yeah.
4: So
7: who's um,
3: who is the most stylish in the in the team, would you say at the moment? Stylish. Mm. It's
4: definitely
5: could
4: be Marvin. It could be. Marvin? Um, oh. We got we got loads of young kids, don't they? They all come in with different stuff. So they, it's all weird for to me. It's all it all looks weird. They've like come in with how much, Jack? How much for them trainers you came in? How much a day cost?
5: Uh, they're like they're three hundred and twenty. So
4: for what? Three hundred and
5: twenty quid for what? Yeah, no, it's a pair of Yeezys, but they're just oh, the way Yeezys. they are,
3: mate. I should have got you my Chinese copies. That I go to China they're called cheesies, They'd be much better. <laughs> Funny with
5: Darwin
2: grinds
3: Woody, I, I
4: got the... them. Do you know what they, 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 they were a great purchase they were yeah I got I got them on my honeymoon <laughs> Woody,
6: what's, the, what's the most you've ever spent on a pair of trainers or football boots who me yeah
4: um oh, I think it was it was probably when Adidas predators first come out and they were around about sort of 90 pounds I remember going into sport and ski in Brighton I so boring in it but Literally, you'd have one wall with just thirteen pairs of football boots on, and that's all you could buy.
5: Mm.
4: Nowadays, how much are the? How oh, much are the, there. They're like two hundred and fifty pounds for a yeah. pair of boots. I couldn't do it to myself, especially playing on the three G. Just they get ruined. They get ruined within <laughs> a, a few games. But, do You have to wear special um, boots for no,
3: three yeah. G, or is it just a normal football boots?
4: It's 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 a mold, but um. I think because it's so harsh, and when you're stopping and turning and and bits and bobs on it, and it's and it's so grippy, the the soles of the football boots now they just they just don't last. You, don't, you if you if you're easily going through two two pairs a season, two pairs a month. Wow.
5: Yeah,
3: have, you lost, have you lost sponsored or does that not happen? At <laughs> our level.
5: Or oh, probably uh, the only one you probably get some boots. Probably Carl. To be, to be honest with you, you probably gets hooked up with some sort of. <laughs> Yeah, get I'm not sponsored.
4: I, I, I just try and get them as small as I can, so then they're, they're a little bit cheaper.
8: <laughs>
6: <laughs> no VAT
4: shops on it. Five, five and a for me goes down to kids. Yeah, shops at Mothercare.
3: <laughs> so, chaps, this week we've um we've heard some news that um obviously this time last week we had the bad news that the FA Council have officially null and voided our season, much to some um unrest within the the non-leagues that we're in the Step 3 and Step 4 level. Um, We've heard of maybe, is it Hastings United, who we actually spoke to uh, Billy, the CEO, a couple of weeks ago on the podcast. Pete did a nice little interview. They've actually put a legal case in. We've seen South Shields have put a legal case in. Um, Obviously, when it got signed, sealed, delivered... I mean, I was proper gutted. I had some personal news that week that was gutting enough as it is, as you guys know already. But the thing is, is what, was, what did you guys think once it was actually signed to it? Did you hold on to the hope that we might have been able to finish this season somehow or be going up as champions?
5: I mean, I was looking at it. When the first news came out, that was when I was initially gutted and that was when I was most like, I couldn't believe it really. It was like all that hard work for the season. You feel like might as well have just taken a year off. Do you know what I mean? It's like, but as soon as we had that news obviously it was gutted and then when I heard about everyone sort of signing the petitions and it going back to the FA the way I wanted to look at it is it's already been done um, and then if anything gets overturned it's a bonus rather than trying to get my hopes back up again and then being even more deflated and disappointed so I tried to stay as if nothing was going on and then if anything did happen I'd be over the moon but then didn't want to get my hopes up too much so wasn't too disappointed
3: Buddy, how about you?
4: Yeah, same, really. It's just, it's, it's one of them. It's, it's, you know, within our life, well, especially in my lifetime, nothing like this has ever happened. So, you know, you have to look at the bigger picture um, with what's going on with this pandemic and stuff. But um, obviously it's gutting, you know, the hard work everyone puts in during the season. You know, all of us training Tuesday, Thursday, you know, long midweek games away, North London, you know then getting up for work the next day all that work we put in and all the volunteers and all the Mm. people that work at the club you know tirelessly like the food after the game the food during the game the bar staff the people that come and you know you you two that are doing all the podcasts and stuff like this is all your own time you don't get you know financially rewarded for that so you know you you enjoy doing it and you love doing it and it's it's all that hard work you look at I'm more disappointed that just gets thrown away um obviously it's gutting. you want to win a league and especially the where we were in a league as well um and the position we had with few games left it is a gutter but at the end of the day you have to look at the bigger picture it is gutting but you'd rather you know everyone be safe and alive and you know be well and you know we've got a good base. To work off now and you know we've progressed over the last couple of years so there's nothing saying that we can't do it again next year so it's just you know preparing and, and getting yourself ready for next year when it happens and when they decide we can do it again
3: I mean, yeah, that's the thing. I mean I I've I've seen I've seen this week, uh, the EFL, there's been lots of things at League One and League Two clubs and especially League Two clubs, they do say that they uh they sometimes are financially struggling as non league. But the thing is is that you look at it and you think they're they're saying the EFL have announced I think it was yesterday they want to play behind closed doors for a period of four weeks, a Tuesday and uh uh, Saturday matches. I mean, that's gonna completely knacker the grounds out. Uh, oh, just pause, artist oh, Rushy. Yeah. Rushy's joined. <laughs> <Yeah>. Hello,
4: friends.
7: <laughs> hey, Carl just joined us. How you doing, Carl? You right? You're right? Nice sound.
2: Look at him fooling around.
3: He's left. He's left already. Oh, uh, we'll get him back in. We'll get him back in. But um, no, I mean, what? what I mean, would you? Would you be if if the uh, league did? I mean, it's too late now. Would you be uh. one of those things that the uh, league did a close behind closed door thing to finish it off? Would that have been something that would satisfy you, or do you think it would have been too much to take for the sort of way non-league works in our
4: level? Um. I it's it's a hard one it's it's just there's so many variables to to make all that sort of happen and everyone to be happy because um, because because obviously it's not so financially rewarding our league it's easier for them to sort of you know just brush it aside which is disappointing as well you know like i said after all the hard work everyone's done and you know for for no you know for no benefit uh, like financial gain you know it's 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 hard to take. It is a bit of a pill, to, pill to swallow, but I don't know. I, I just don't know if that would work. I because obviously the fans themselves, yourself, wouldn't be able to sort of watch the games. Obviously, you have got your instant replay that could probably get there and film them for the fans, but I don't think every team can do that in non-league because financially they I'm won't right. be able to do that. But so is, I'm sure, think, buddy. I'm sure they'll let the commentators
6: in,
3: wouldn't they? <laughs> <laughs> Pete, Pete, that that could be our way in
4: well yeah I was at the back of the right at the back at the, at the back, back of the stand yeah. but, uh, really? but no yeah it's it's a difficult it is a difficult one and it, it takes a gloss of it, because when you win a league the best thing is celebrating with the fans and sort of having an atmosphere there and you know so if was, if we were going to do that it would you know take the gloss off of it as well so it's it is really hard it's 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 a difficult one to, to sort awful, of yeah. what's the best best way to do it but um Darren what Buddy, sorry. what would
6: it be, sorry? What would have been your preferred method of ending the season?
4: Um, if if it had to if it had to be ended, yes. If it had to be ended, um, that I think that would be the only option. Would be behind closed doors, wouldn't it? It, it would it would have to be that because. But then again, then you're risking the players are risking sort of passing anything on as well, um, and I'll be honest with you. <laughs> If I if I was getting if I was getting paid 90000 £90, thousand pound a week, then you know you might take that risk, but I don't get paid that, and I, it's the risk of you know then going back home to my family and stuff. So then again, you're then wanting needing players to sort of approve to that as well, which I don't think a lot will, because um, you're you're then putting yourself at risk, um, and and it's a it's a, like I said I said it to uh, before um, to someone that a lot of us have holidays booked and bits and bobs like that as well. So everyone's missed out on bits and bobs like that. And if they were to say, oh, we can get the league done in June and July, and then everyone can go back on holiday again. I think you're, you're going to find a lot of players, not just in at Worthing or, you know, every players, they're going to be going off on holiday and you won't, people won't have the squads. People won't, you know, so there's all so many sort of variables that could, you know, go wrong with it. So for our level, I think I'm not saying it was the right decision, but I think it was the only decision they could mm-hmm. do, really. You wouldn't have gone PPG. What's PPG?
5: Points per game.
4: Uh, it's it's, it's a hard one, especially with our league, because as you as you can tell with our league, I know we won most. We we were you know, we were we were in good form, but. It's, I don't think it's fair. I don't think it's fair. I think I think you just, there's, you could easily anyone could beat anyone in our league. It is that's close, you know. So for that, I don't think it's fair. And then again, like we said, people that are down the bottom, they're for the grieved of you know getting relegated. So, and I'll definitely be. I'll definitely have. Uh, if I was one of them teams at the bottom, i would definitely be not happy if if they did decide it by
3: points per game. It would be one of those things, wouldn't it? But I mean, you know, for us as the fan, we, we really were hoping of that thing because of how well we've done all season. But um, let me just, uh, let me just introduce uh, Cole's on the line finally. You, can you hear us, Cole? Yeah, yeah, fine. Yeah, so, so why, have you joined, why, why have you joined us late today? What, tell us, tell everyone why you've joined us late. What are you doing? Some Was it a call on me type of workout session with, uh, you know, one of the Brighton coaches or something
2: today. Yeah, pretty much. We've just been doing all sorts of like little Zoom calls. So it's like a little lap. It's kind of like Skype, but obviously we have all the players on and then we'll be doing like little metabolics and stuff uh, like over the over the phone, all sorts of meetings as well when we're, you know, just before we're going out to train, or I say train, run. Um, but yeah, just, just a little catch up as well, you know, to... You know, it's kind of like us being still at the training ground because we always see each other, and obviously because we're not there, just getting a bit of like, you know, seeing each other still in some way and speaking to each other in some way, even if it is over the phone. But just doing what we can, really.
3: Was that your just your level? Is it the senior squad as well? Is it just? I think I think
2: everyone's doing it. I think well, from from the 18s upwards, I know I'm definitely doing it. Um, But like we've been having meetings, doing Q and A's, and that, we've. Matt Ryan, Christian Walton, Bobby Zamora the other day, and yeah. just involving like the whole 23s, even goalkeepers all the way down in the whole academy to like under nines, under eights, and being inside those meetings as well. But yeah, I think I think just trying to you know keep everyone busy as well over this time because there's not really much to do.
3: So I mean, I guess it's uh, you probably got the gist. We were talking about um, obviously last week the uh, season was officially ended in our level. Uh, obviously, you've been on loan from Brighton this season. Um, obviously, with Brighton still could be playing, and we're about to get on to uh, the Premier League of announced. Well, I've, I've obviously announced they had rumours that they might be doing some sort of thing at Wembley over a few weeks, uh, sort of behind closed doors a bit. What they're doing in the EFL? Um, what do you what do you make of it? I mean, it must have been a sort of mixed emotions for you because obviously you were so close to getting a winners' medal with Worthing. If we'd gone that far, and, you know what a season would have been with you from uh all those uh press rumors of barcelona which was uh which was fun to see and uh you know batting, obviously doing so well in uh oh, so well in, um, practic- in the worthing squad
4: have you been practicing
3: your
4: spanish yeah
3: yeah every yeah. now and again so
4: how
3: have you how have you felt in the end like what, what's been your emotions over the past couple of three weeks
2: I was gutted, like, when I first found out, I know it was just speculation at the start, but it was quite a strong speculation, and I kind of knew it was going to head that head that way, but I was gutted, seeing, so it was obviously my first loan, and, you know, how we started off, and then where we were finishing, seven, like, we were seven points where the other teams, and it's just, we, I feel as though that we would have gone on and won it, and especially for my first loan to go out to a team like Worthing, you know, with the fan base that they have and how how good they are playing football as well and just not to be able to go on and finish the season and win win the league and get promoted. And that's just the, the only downfall about the full season.
3: Well, I think our number one fans this season on the Rebel Yell. live broadcast is your family up north. They've always been listening and always commenting, so it's really been great to hear. And they're actually commenting now saying, that's a Yorkshire twang on your accent and everything like that. That's a Yorkshire accent. But, um, Chris Biggs has come in, and I, uh, this will probably be a very awkward conversation, I don't really say but is Cole coming back for us next year? Because you're always welcome, mate. <laughs> oh, I'll put him I, on I, the spot it, now. I can't. You can't answer that, can you, you can't that. We'd love to have you back if there was any chance.
2: Answering? No, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say no. I
3: wouldn't say no. <laughs> you've been a massive imperative part of the squad, mate. And it's been so good to see how you settled in, like you know, from coming in and you've been massively important. Jasper, can you stop flexing your muscles. Flexing your muscles? <laughs> Jasper is sitting on webcam right now, flexing his muscles, showing off. There's no ladies on here. Saying that, though, I've just got a message from Holly, the physio. She says hi to you all. She misses you all immensely. She's currently doing a Zoom video call for all her mates, and she's pretending she's in Vegas. So I don't really know what's going on there. But, you know, you probably know her better than us.
5: I've seen on Holly's Instagram, she's been up and flipping vodka brunches every day. She? <laughs> every day I see oh, a few drinks with the girls. Easy, Holly. What else, else is it to do, Jasper? Yeah, but you never know, Pete. Next season, we ask her to run on the pitch. So I'm about to move.
4: <laughs> <laughs> won't be running in a straight line no, it's oh, all over,
5: all over the gap.
3: well chaps I think we're going to have a little break now and um, when we get back um, Pete's going to have uh, James Beardwell on the line he's a non-league soccer vlogger um, he has been on the Undateables is it this season uh, he's been on it Pete or is it uh, a recent No, I think, I, think it, I think it was a few, few years ago now but we, we'll find all that out after the break we'll find that out oh, so we're going to play a little song guys thanks stay on the line and we'll speak to you soon Saturday. Right, chaps, uh, we're back in the room, and uh, Pete has got um, James Beardwell on the phone. Um, James is a vlogger, he's been on the Undatables like I and George was a few years ago. Uh, Pete, um, over to you, mate.
6: With this, you're obviously a big football fan. Yeah. uh, DTFC. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Basically, how did your football vlogging come about when you started?
0: Yeah, my vlog went pretty well, and I I very first started doing my match day vlogs when I supported my homeland football team, Whittingtown last season. When we we just survived on goal difference last season when we beat Baston United two 0
6: And you start you start, you started from that point with your with your vlogging.
0: Yeah, I've started my vlogging since. When the former Whittentown manager Adam Flint was doing the um, the town fan, Witt- sorry, FC TV channel a couple of seasons ago, and since he left Whittentown the season before, when we had a new manager coming in, so I have to like create my own YouTube account to do my matchday vlogs for Wittington last season. And which I was really, really pleased to do my Matchday vlogs because there was quite a lot of fellow YouTubers. Like, it really, really inspired me. And especially my mate DT, who was an Arsenal fan, when he did his Match Day vlogs home and away in Europe with Arsenal. And he really inspired me massively. And it really, really helped me to get to do my Matchday vlogs for Wittentown last season.
6: Excellent. I must admit, I do watch all your, your videos when they come out. Um, don't always click the like button, <laughs> but I'm just getting <laughs> the habit of doing that. <laughs> but, yeah. but we, do, we do watch them all. Obviously, you met you met the Worthing fans. You interviewed me at Margate last season. Um, yeah. What did you think of the Worthing fans? I think the
0: Worthing fans were absolutely magnificent throughout the whole game away at Margate, which I was there when I was doing my away days. And the fans of Worthing have been absolutely superb throughout the whole 90 minutes. The singing was absolutely unbelievable. And and I think the Margate fans were a little bit quiet, I think. But the Worthing fans have done a lot more singing than the Margate fans.
7: Everyone's quiet compared to us, aren't they, James?
6: Yeah, Sam is just saying, because um, he's on the other bit, you can't hear him. but He's just saying all the other fans are quiet compared to us.
0: Yeah, I think the Worthing fans have been absolutely fantastic throughout throughout the whole game, and the atmosphere was absolutely fantastic.
6: So you you inter- you interviewed me. What was what, what was I like to be interviewed,
5: Robbie?
0: It was absolutely brilliant. And <laughs> when I thought about doing an interview with with the fans, it, there was another person who really really inspired me called Robbie Robbie Lyle from. AFTV, who does the interviews with the, AF with the Arsenal fans, and but Robbie's been brilliant, and he really, really inspired me. That we got to do with fans, and yeah, it all, it all went really, really well.
6: So you've got quite a few followers on your YouTube channel, haven't you?
0: Yeah, I've got quite a lot of subscribers at the moment on my YouTube channel. I'm just. Over about three thousand subscribers on my YouTube channel, and it's just absolutely amazing.
6: So, is there, is there a new award you can win on YouTube for things like that, so that we can uh, we can all get get behind you and support you with this?
0: Yeah, I literally thought of an idea, like like doing the awards, like um, like if I keep up my fantastic work, and I might be the best vlogger of the year. Which currently has been it's been postponed due to the COVID nineteen like the like the the award has been postponed this year, but but yeah, I'm really confident to win the best vlogger of the year if I keep up my fantastic work.
6: So obviously, um, obviously, you know, you know, um, how's this COVID sort of nineteen affected you sort of mentally? etc with, with your work and everything because I, I do you know I follow your tweets your tweet account and obviously it must be sort of difficult for someone like you at times
0: yeah some of the people find things pretty difficult but since it arrives in the UK that some of the people were really really panicking and there was about a month ago and I, I sat there thinking to myself at home that I have to do something to create the positivity on my social media to keep keep things going and to keep the positivity going in these difficult times because I think the whole world deserves a lot of positivity.
7: Yeah, you're uh, a absolutely. positive person, James. Yes, I'm just
6: yeah. saying. You know, you're such a positive person generally, regardless. You know, of the issues. Um. So with with the um with 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 COVID, like I say, you. You know, with with your work and stuff, um, I did see a tweet the other day that you know, because obviously you've, you've got quite an important job as a key worker. Um, you said some you know, there were certain some people would, like rude to you, things like that.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, there was one people being rude to me. I think it was a couple of days ago on Thursday that I've I've been trained to deal with a politeful manner to like say things politely and to ask them nicely to get in the queue where the others are for the entrance to keep two metres apart as we have to stick to the social distancing rules. But the majority of customers have been absolutely fantastic and and there was a few majority customers saying, I've done a fantastic job cleaning every single trolley handlebars with the D10 disinfectant spray to keep everything all cleaned and, and all safe the
6: customers to use so yep all good so james um i did also notice you've had to cancel your gancy castle birthday party Mm -hmm. yes i just had to cancel
0: my party which uh, i had to cancel it like a few hours ago because i I did plan for Mm -hmm. my birthday party Mm -hmm. this year but the reason why I had to cancel it is because it's due to safety and health reasons due to COVID-19 and I'm gutted that I had no choice to cancel it because i got to think about my family and my friends, and especially for everybody's safety.
6: Yeah, absolutely. The only reason I bought it up, James, is when you reschedule it, any chance of an invite? <laughs> Um, when I rearrange
0: things for my birthday party, I'll definitely keep things updated when I'm going to rearrange the party after I've cancelled the original party in July, due to, like I said, being cancelled due to the circumstances through COVID-19, which I, I think I've made the right decision to cancel it because, because like I said, I've got to think about the safety mm. reasons to keep everyone safe,
6: no, no, absolutely, absolutely absolutely agree with you. So right, James, it's it's been a pleasure. We've had our we've had our ten minutes apparently. To make sure he
7: comes vlogging down yeah. Woodside Road.
6: Yeah. Uh Sam's just said please come down to Woodside Road in Worthing and do one of your vlogs from there when we when we back up and playing.
0: Definitely, yeah.
6: Yeah, and, and keep in touch. Thank you ever so much for the hard work you're doing at the moment, getting your customers Thanks. getting your customers through this. Um, and i hope to speak to you soon and we'll meet up sometime yeah definitely yeah it'll be really really good excellent excellent right cheers james thank you very much that's all right thanks right take care bye-bye thanks bye what hero legend james
3: we've got to get out of this place um i think that was requested by um spencer this week was that right spence no it wasn't the one of mine oh maybe it was a twitter your one what was your one you're coming you're coming up in there you can whatsapp me and i'll put it on because i've got it coming on you exactly doing for yours but um thanks very much to uh james beardwell there for chatting with us pete hopefully we do see you down woodside road soon and we hope you get your bouncy castle party sorted once uh once all this rubbish is over so we're just chatting off the line there guys we were saying you know um jasper sort of brought it up when when do we think all of this is gonna be over and we can go back to normal and i think it was buddy that said i think it is pretty much when we're when there's a vaccine really because i think that's when people are going to be really mm-hmm. feel safe to mm-hmm. do it
4: yeah it, I, th- I think that's the only way I, I don't I can't see until until sort of the older generation that are at the high risk get that vaccine I don't think they're going to ever feel probably 100% safe going out and sort of uh, mixing with the general public but yeah I've got my parents are high risk so they're at home so you know it's hard but you just got to stay away you got to stay away until you know that it's going to be sort of safe
3: what do you think, Jass? what were you saying? what we saying before you we went off here when we were just off here? What were you saying about uh, sort of getting back to normal?
5: I was just saying that I saw something online, I think it was probably about a week ago now that obviously the older generation are more at risk than we are. and that if they were to make any decisions relatively soon, that would be to sort of let the younger people out first before they do start to encourage more of the population I think was saying something like
3: I mean I've just been thinking you know are you on the wine Jass as well
5: <laughs> well my mum recommended it so i have given
3: it a go <laughs> Jesus Christ it's 3.44 in the afternoon he's already on the white wine <laughs> that's it he's 18 it's not brief, he's
5: 18 it's not my favorite not my favorite. in two days it's uh, going to be a record it. I haven't really drunk at all really I just I don't like drinking at home
3: well, notice how yeah. all of your photos on your birthday Instagram post was all you holding beers, which I've never seen before. Like, you go, like, oh, I'm allowed to post them now, I'm 18. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so, um, so I mean, we were saying just before we spoke to James and the songs um, about the EFL and PL uh, Premier League sort of doing... Um, Closed door games. What, what do you guys, the footballers here, what do you think? I mean, Cole obviously on loan from a Premier League club in itself. Um, obviously, the season was null and voided for Brighton. Now it'd be good for them because they wouldn't be uh, relegated as they sit in a relegation zone. Kind of like my own other team, Charlton. We're we're sitting in a precarious position. I mean, what, what what's what do you guys think about it all? Um, I think that uh, as much as we'd want, you know, to do whatever we
2: can, to stay in the Premier League. I think that also with what mm-hmm. I think what they were saying is cause the season they're gonna to try and finish it by a certain date. I don't know whether they're gonna try and push that back or not, but there'll be a lot more games in a short space of time. So it might give, you know, the younger players a chance to get in. Say if we're playing three games a week or something, then there might be opportunity for the younger players to, you know, get involved in the first team, even if it's just going to warm up with them or, you know, actually being part of the squad. So I think that would be good to, you know, even just get those get the chance, for, like, the opportunity for some of the players just to prove themselves to the fans and to to the manager who, um, like, how they are and, you know, prove their ability out on the pitch. But obviously, I think that if they were going to do that, they would have to do that behind the closed doors, as you said. So that would also take the pressure off, especially, like, if, if, if it was me, I'd be nervous going into it. And, but if there's no fans there, I just think it's like a training game and... No, I wouldn't
3: yeah. be nervous at all. Um, I mean, but do we think it's a good idea? Because I mean, I know a lot of people said, you know, like you have the home advantage. If you're playing at an empty stadium, mm-hmm. you might not be performing when well in the league, but you get that home fan advantage which gives you that little extra bit of extra support. I mean, surely playing three times a week or something could cause injuries, you know, the players haven't been training as much as they usually would do. I mean, you know, they might not be as match fit as they could isn't isn't it a bit of a risk, would you say?
2: Yeah, I'd say, I'd say 100%. I think that it, it, that would be, I think that they would obviously try and extend the season out as much as possible and, you know, see see um, where they can go with it, how far back they can go to, and then where they start the next season, whether we'll have some sort of break-off or whether we just go straight into the next season, uh, you know, because we've had so long off already. It's, always, it's all, already like we've already had our off-season, so I don't know whether they will like it's a bit up in the air at the moment, no one really knows what the plan is. But I think yeah, it would be risky to, you know, try and squeeze them in, in a short like, period of time. But I think that obviously, yeah, with the fans, if they were playing it behind closed doors, it would be a disadvantage for, you know, the, the teams who are out there every week and, you know, like the first team for the Brighton who, who are used to having the fans there and used to, you know, getting them to encourage them on whether it it's their fans or obviously mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it would just be just be a negative for all the players out there, but also yeah. it would be a positive for the people who, like the younger ones who might get the opportunity, but I'm not too sure. Yeah, I, I mean, they want to try project. and finish
7: it because of the TV deals as well, don't they? Because obviously the, the clubs at that level, they don't want to miss out on their payday. You know, whereas if they can complete the season, then financially they're going to be able to survive. You've already had the likes of Burnley put out the statement saying, look, if we don't get our TV deal, we're, we're on the verge of potentially going bust. And you think that's at Premier League level, there's going to be a hell of a lot of teams in the Championship, League One, that are in similar situation. Um, so, yeah, they want to try and get it completed. And obviously, the TV deals are massive. And if they play playing behind closed doors, at least the fans can still watch something on the telly.
3: I mean, the think the logistical thing about it is that, um, you know, if our league, they've cancelled it, that's fine, Wherever it's done now, I mean, you know, you might not be the end of it, but if we've got to wait until the other leagues above us finish their season, when, when are we going to start again? You know, can, if everything goes back to normal September time, will we be able to start if the other football leagues haven't? And that's the question I asked, you know.
7: It's crazy, and that's the problem, isn't it? You know, at non-league level, income's huge, and if we're not playing games, then we're not getting the income, and that, that's difficult for us and everyone else at our level.
4: Would I would ask? I I
7: sorry.
6: Would sorry. Ours, I, I think that's one of the, the the problems, really, isn't it? Is you know, if we don't get playing till September, October, um, but the other the other leagues are playing, then you're like again, that's that's something else. that, Again, is unfair. And it seems like the non-league clubs have been penalised. Yeah. There's something that you know basically is not our fault.
5: Yeah, because obviously they haven't they haven't cancelled the national league yet, have they? Because no. the way the national league sort of make their their promotions to the football league, which obviously keeps them going. So you, it's all when you look at it like that, and you realise who's cancelled and who hasn't. It, it, it's money. It's all about money. Football is. Yeah. Be always been a business is becoming more and more of a business, um, how people can make money in, and if they're not making money, they're not interested and I think like you touched on earlier James, with the behind closed doors situation when Buddy was saying about how it'd be difficult for us and clubs at our level and especially Worthing re- um, rely so much on you guys coming every other Saturday um, and paying your hard-earned money to watch us play mm. and even if the games were played behind closed doors, that's still a, a large chunk that is being missed out on that would usually be so important.
7: Oh, absolutely, and it comes down to your point of age groups and letting people out staggered. You've got to think the majority of our fans are actually of, of the of the elderly age. You know, we've got quite a lot of fans that go down there that are in that high risk category. Um, so again, are you going to say that yeah, some people can come but some people can't? It's a really really difficult situation. Buddy, you were going to say something,
3: weren't you? Uh,
4: yeah, I forgot now. Oh,
3: brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. It's
4: <laughs> <Brilliant. laughs> his age. It's my age. It is. You're not wrong. Um, no, no, I, 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 I think that's uh, totally right. What um, just just said really. It's 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 hard. It's just hard to to kind of judge what what the best scenario would be because someone will always be missing out. Um, and there is a a pro and a, you know obviously it makes great discussion obviously but it it is something that someone will always miss out and like I say everyone commits all that time in the season and it is just uh, it's just a pain that we can't get it done but there you we
3: go well as I said yeah. this week um, we have had some. Um... Legal action done by South Shields and uh, Hastings United and a couple of other clubs throughout the country. Um, I have spoken to Barry today. I was going to ask if he can come on, but he said to me it's a couple of weeks too soon. So hopefully in the next episode we do in a couple of weeks time or so, we may be able to get Barry Hunter, our chairman on. Um, What he said to me today is probably he won't be able to come on today. Um... A few things are happening, but it's a couple of weeks too soon. We're just also watching out to see how the current league challenge plays out. It's very difficult to see any reversal, although, let's see what the National League desired. Nonetheless, it's important our league are compliant with all aspects of governments and consultation, and that's an area we need to make sure is dealt with properly after this experience. So, by the sounds of it, we're waiting on seeing what the National League is doing before we make any statement or any legal action or anything like that. I don't want to put words out there or put rumours out there, but, you know, Barry has said that and he he will come on in a couple of weeks' time to discuss his update and everything like that. So, you know, I keep on holding on to this tiny, tiny bit of hope that you never know. But I'm sure, like you guys, you want to go up as champions. You don't want to go up because, you know, it's been a legal challenge. You want to go up because you've earned it and deserved it. I mean, and you want to go up, as as Buddy said earlier, with with the fans, photos with the fans, like posing with that trophy
4: yeah that's what it's all about you don't you don't get a chance to win a lot of things um in your career and when when you do they're the moments you remember so you know they're they're the important moments um i I, I couldn't tell you a game i lost five years ago away at whitstable or faversham town or somewhere like that you know but i can tell you every time um Every minute of every um, of the game that we won, and we won a league, or we, you know, got, you know, and we won a cup or something like that. They're, yeah. they're, they're the moments you want to remember. You want to share with everyone that has been on that journey. So you know, playing behind closed doors again, like we said, you would, you lot wouldn't be there, you know, and you wouldn't be able to enjoy all that, you know, effort everyone's put in, and you know, that end to the season that w- what we deserved. But yeah, it's it. <sighs> It's, it's, it
5: is what it is. I think something like, this, especially with with Worthing as well, with us, we've got such a young squad. I mean, the players we have and how vital something like that is for young players to celebrate a promotion with fans and to celebrate such a monumentous occasion. And it's not... Like Buddy said, it's it's very rare that you get to win stuff like that, and to be able to have such a young squad to achieve something like that, and then celebrate it in the manner we would have, is is a difficult a difficult one to take, and you wonder if like when will the next opportunity come along? And I think this was a very special opportunity that we were more than on track for achieving.
7: And, and to have something like that in your career so early on that you know you can build on, you know the rest yeah. of your career, you know you've got that in your pocket.
5: it's a massive confidence builder especially because I've just turned 18 and to have to be on a personal note to have something like that under on your belt is is huge and that would do me massive confidence I know it would for everyone in the team and it is a shame but like Buddy said you have got to look at the bigger picture and what else is going on around the world
3: I guess um I mean we're going to be in I mean most probably we're going to be in the Isthmian League again next year wherever the sponsorship of Bet Victor has been cancelled as well um they weren't too pleased some people happy at that um but now we are in the struggle that there isn't going to be a sponsor at the moment because businesses are like obviously watching their pennies and pockets it would be great to see some people suggested a supermarket after all they're doing a great great job at the moment you know a few of us be working for supermarkets obviously we had James working for a supermarket earlier I'm currently furloughed I'm doing a little bit of work in a supermarket just to keep it going I'd love to see you know someone like Lidl who have already got their fingers in some uh england pies to sponsor sponsor something. i mean the little league has a ring to it don't you think <laughs>
6: <laughs> doesn't sound very big does it <laughs>
3: ah, But um, there we go very go. Pete's comical covid veil over there but you know um i just think um for me personally to go to Bogner again is just so depressing but you know <laughs> hopefully we get another if we're
6: doing three nil uh, again though yeah, it's that'd be good. Crazy. But yeah, I
3: mean, Sam. Sam was um. Sam was on our little chat this week, and it, it, the crazy guy that Sam Virgo is. He's he's managed to work out ten positives of being in the Ismaili League again next year. And Can't I, for wait. one, am actually quite looking forward to this because I'd like to I see what this, what this guy is actually saying. But come, Sam, sort of coming. Yeah, in. so
7: so I'm I was gutted as gutted as the rest of you. Obviously, I wanted to go up as much as any other fan, but you got to look at it in a positive way. Um, the first one is obviously we get to play at Woodside, we get to hear the roar of the crowd, the goals, the singing again, That that's what we're all sort of living for, so as long as we, we get back playing eventually, that, that is always a positive um, we get the chance to beat Bogner twice again, who doesn't like beating Um we'll have sort of the Alan Turvy, the Ismian League Cup I know it's not great, and <laughs> tendencies aren't fantastic in that, but we can blood our academy in that, and our academy is fantastic Um, we get great goalkeeper banter like Shane Gore again visiting with Wingate great keeper Um, players like yourself Jasper, Finn, Dylan, Tom they've all had experience of the league so they'll be more assured moving forward into the new season when we restart Um, we get to sort of visit the dripping pan the pre-match pubs of that who doesn't like going to to Lewis Um, if it's a Saturday at Stortford Pete might be able to go to his secret sausage shop I know. He oh, that sounds that. a little bit. Um, what's that about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he how, gives how me stick so for my so cabin crew jobs It's a secret. It's a secret <laughs> yeah. indeed. Yeah. Um, as James it, it, said, no, Sam, <laughs> um, Sam,
6: you need to clarify this because it's, it's, it just sounds too dodgy not to clarify it. Basically, by Bishop Stowe Grand is on industrial estates, and there's a shop on that estate called the Secret Sausage Shop.
5: I love I that you. Actually, had to clarify
7: we, this. We're presuming
6: oh. we're presuming they sell sausages. <laughs> but we haven't been
3: there yet. So no, we been there. Just make sure you don't Google it or if you do Google yourself. it, do it in an incognito tab, because we don't want to see your history otherwise.
7: <laughs>
3: um
7: Yeah, don't type that
6: into Google.
7: Yeah. As James said, obviously Betvixal won't be sponsoring it anymore, so maybe clubs will be getting more than £150 because that what Is that apparently all they got? What is that their all they got? Clubs, which is pretty pretty poor. Um, And then finally, for me, from a selfish point of view, I can complete the whole league on sort ground hopper and footballogy because I was missing a few grounds. I had to miss Bowers and Pitsy away because it was a midweek, I think. So, yeah. So, yeah, there are some positives. I know it's not the end that we wanted, but we will still be there and fighting for promotion again whenever we do restart and I think on that show, I think we're going to play another song because I think
3: we need to be a bit more happy about that after being another oh. Ismian League season but uh, thanks for them Sam um, I agree with some of them you know I do but you know I still mm. want to see us in the league above but here we go little bit of Spencer request now <laughs> Right, we're, we are back on uh, Rebel Yell Live this um, Super Saturday, and uh, Pete has got um, the gaffer on the line, haven't you, Pete?
6: Yeah. Good afternoon, Adam Hinshelwood.
3: Good
8: afternoon. How
6: are you? Yeah, I'm good, mate. How are you? How's yourself?
8: Good. Yeah. Yeah, very well, thank you.
6: Good. So um, basically, you've got to, we've got to start with the elephant in the room: um, the decision by the FA to. Um, ratify the decision. Um is is your thoughts just now getting p- prepared for next season?
8: Yeah, sort of, it can be now. Um obviously, you know, disappointed for, for everybody but um you know they've obviously it be made their decisions and we've just got to stick with it. But yes. Yeah, just want to get some ratification of when everything can get going now, like, like everybody I suppose, with working and everything. So, um, and then s- start the planning for, for pre-season and get a team ready to
6: go again and, and be competitive. Just uh, reproducing, you know, your team to play quality football this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a young, a young team, absolute joy to watch. Obviously, I'm good because I've been to watch 34 friendlies, <laughs> and they they, <laughs> they count for nothing. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, you know, with, with next season, I think I touched on this the other week with you, to be honest, is, you know, do you think you're going to be be able to keep the vast majority of, of the good young talent that we've got?
8: Yeah, I'm hopeful. We've stayed in contact. Um, you know, I haven't been bothering them every day, but just dropping messages to all the boys and phone calls over the last couple of weeks. And it all seems quite positive. Um I think the club have done a good thing and tried to look after the players um, in terms of their, their money as best they can, um, which has been a nice touch and it's nice been appreciated by the players. So, yeah, I'm optimistic that um, we can keep the nucleus of the, the squad together. Um, um, and, you know, I think, like I say, it's, it's a young squad, so you're hoping that, Younger players, if not, um, got more experience out of, like I say, those 34 friendlies that they've had last year um, and had a bit of a taste of what it's like to be at a club that's at the top and, um, you know, competing and competing, you know, in semi-finals and stuff like that. I, the experience that, you know, myself, the coach and stuff and, and all the players would have got from that hopefully will serve in good stead for next season.
6: Excellent. So, with, with, with next season in mind, I did I did hear something that oh, how much truth there is in this, I don't know, and I'm not putting you on the spot here. Um That no. basically what they're saying is is the fixtures might be mirrored from from this season. So we would. Oh, really? Yeah. So we'd start with an an, an away game at Folkestone. <laughs> Great.
3: Folkestone. <Yeah. laughs> oh, yeah, no, if 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 it
8: is, then um, I think it could um but yeah it'd be obviously a great great first fixture um with the, the two teams doing so well last year and obviously we'd have been disappointed um with the results against them last year in both the games um so yeah we're keen to really you know put, put things right and back in our favor for if that was to be the case um yeah I think it would make sense um for everybody, if they did keep it the same, um, I hope hopeful that this year and this season won't bring as many um, thunderstorms and, and you know as many gale force winds on a Saturday afternoon and rain and you know if anything it should help us and pay play it to our favour, better conditions.
6: Yeah, it, it was a funny season like that, wasn't it? You know, before the before the COVID, it was like every weekend we were like, oh, look at the weather.
8: Yeah. And obviously, Different storm. I've never heard of so many storms in one season before.
6: <laughs> and, and we did get quite fortunate though, didn't we? Because there wasn't that many post ga- postponed even postponed games for us last season. Oh yeah. No,
8: I, 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 there's one or two that I thought well, finally the wind' need to go up um, too often uh, too much more than what it was um, to you know this is be too dangerous um, for a break there's a couple of times I think it was like a Sunday when we had youth games where the goals were like blowing up and obviously that's a bit dangerous, so a um, couple of times that the sandbags come out to hold the goals down, um, but yeah, it was, it was a crazy, crazy sort of season for that really, and down at Folkestone as well, it's real windy day down there, uh, which, yeah, obviously we were disappointed with the, the result down there, but I think the team changed a lot from the, the team we had out that day as well.
6: Yeah, like you say, uh, yeah, there's a bit, bit of a <laughs> dodgy f- defending that day, I'd say. But
8: yeah, two did... long balls. It was really disappointing. And um, you know, if you lose against a good team, then if if they've played better than you or carved out a couple of good goals, then you know, you know, you've got to work on. But yeah, the the goals that we considered that day was carbon copy of each other, and you know, really, just really poor from our, our point of
6: view. Yeah, I remember the I remember the win there because uh, it was it was first game of the season, <laughs> it's in August. Yeah. And you're like, what's going on? <laughs> it's like a very Oh, Yeah, we
1: were
6: we were under that tree behind the behind the goal and that that was attacking yeah. us and our beer was blowing out of our glasses and everything. So that was absolutely <laughs> <crazy>. <laughs> no, good, no, one,
8: that.
6: No, no good for anyone's morale. that one. <laughs>
8: Oh so, no, yeah, it was a real windy day. Uh, so I think we had a couple of chances ourselves. Um,
6: another
8: day, I think, like if we get the first goal, Finchelwey
6: had a couple. Uh, Lloyd had a couple as well, maybe. Um, but yeah, we learned a lot from from that game, and uh, pleased yeah, that we, uh, got yeah. got the momentum going down. That's it. Dozy was through one on one in the first half. I remember, and we just couldn't slide yeah. away. And like you say, like you know, that could have. Totally, totally changed the game in our favour That's that's football isn't it you've got to take your chances
8: yeah yeah it is certainly um, against the, the, the top teams I think that's one uh, area that this season um, if you look at our record against the top six it was pretty poor and um, something that we've got to be better uh, this coming season
6: okay so like you say you you, you know you've got the uh, you, you're happy you're happy with the squad obviously you've got the, some of the youngsters um, coming through. Can you see many getting promoted from sort of the academy under 16s this year? Do you think?
8: Yeah, since 16s um, last um, involvement in football was to see them lift the cup, uh, county cup. Uh, so there's a real bit of talent in there. Dylan uh, Jelly recently been voted in England in, in, in colleges player of the season. So, you know, another player that's maybe been forgotten about over recent weeks. Um, You know, can't forget about the impact that he had on the side as well for the games that he played. Um, So, yeah, and then obviously I think Jasper will just go from strength to strength with uh, his last performance, especially at home, second half, I thought was one of the best ones I've seen him have. So, um and the pre-season he had last year was 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 superb um so and then like i say there's there's some good talent in our in our 16 youth team as well that we're quite excited about as a club so um yeah there's always a always like to give these players an opportunity and there's always that opportunity in our first team but ultimately, it's down to the players. So there'll be players that get some opportunities um, in pre-season, and if they do well and take them, like Jasper did, then they'll they'll stay in, in the run, the mix with the team. And um, that's all we can do. All we can do is say that there be those opportunities, and it's down to the players to so then go and take it. Um, the ones that do that will um, be the ones that I'm sure come through and get more action.
6: Okay, and during the course of the season, obviously, we, you know, we we see players, you know, come and go. Um, does it have much of a an, an effect on the on the dressing room that you know some players are like? Oh, I really liked him, and you know, um, they're all clicking together, and then all of a sudden, one of you know somebody influential has, has gone out the side. Yeah, I think um, that
8: that was key in a few sort of the decisions. Um, the likes of Kieran, um, I thought we needed a bit more sort of firepower. Uh, Lloyd was out a bit of his calves, and um, you know the fact that he knew one of, uh, all the boys pretty much um, knew how they wanted to play was, was a big part of it. And the one, one thing that we have got um, is a really good dress room. Um, you know they were sort of running things themselves, um, you know the leadership within that, and it does help. Younger players when they come in, uh, obviously Finn Stevens early part of the season wasn't playing too much, and I remember Buddy um, down the and getting in his ear and giving him lots of good advice, uh, you know, just to stay calm, stay patient, and you know that kind of leadership within within the squad is, is massive, to be honest, and um, really does help.
6: So you just before we finish playing, you um, you had a bit of a transfer coup in the fact that you managed to. Um, after a lot of uh, conversations get Dean Hammond to the club yeah um, we haven't seen him play Adam. <laughs> I'm, uh, yeah.
8: I, I've spoken to Dino um, and he you know loved being back in the change room loved what we was doing at Worthing um, and is fully focused on having a good pre-season with us and, and seeing Maria. he He said he really enjoyed his time training and getting back fit and felt he was just starting to be um, yeah, able well, to move his feet in the way that he, he liked to again. Um, so, yeah, that's one exciting player that we're looking forward to seeing, um, you know, perform on the pitch. Obviously, another great character uh, um, along all your buddies and the Alex Parsons and the Aaron Racines. Um, you know, good sort of players that've been there and done it and can feed a lot of good um, information and good habits to our younger players. So, yeah, someone that we're sort of excited to get back in the group.
6: So we can be pretty positive we're going to see him next year.
8: Yeah, at this stage, all the conversations have been that he's you know well up for coming and doing pre-season and having. You know, a season with us, um, you know, if he feels during that pre-season he can't quite get um, to where he wants to get to. Because I know he's sort of, um, you know, when you've played at the kind of level he's played at, um, you don't want to come and, um, you know, not perform at a level that you feel that you can do. Um, But yeah, he seemed pretty confident and really enjoyed his, his time. Training with us so he wants to come back, so yeah, I'll be pretty confident that he'll be with us and have a good, good pre season. And the likes of um, Aaron get some more, you know, pre season under his belt as well. Um, I think this you know, there'll be like two new signings um, straight away to, uh, to the group.
6: Oh, <laughs> so obviously, you got the D- 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 as well I feel a bit sorry for him as well because you know, he just. Um, you just signed him from Lewis, a couple of games and it's 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 all over.
8: Yeah, it is, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think we saw the best of him either in a woven shirt um, because I think he was just trying so hard. You know? Obviously, we see his capabilities against us for Lewis and what he could achieve and I just felt, you know, especially a couple of home games, he just he was trying too hard, he wasn't playing his sort of natural game and um, I think like he scored a couple of goals and you know he felt a bit more more relaxed and and comfortable within the group and felt he could have been a big player for us for the last eight games. Um, so yeah, disappointed for him, but yeah, player that we still want to see some more of um, in pre-season and I think he could offer a lot to to the team.
6: And how much how much in, importance do you attach to sort of a player coming in, say, a centre forward or a winger who's known for scoring goals, Um you know, how important it is for them to get the first goal?
8: Yeah, oh yes, it's crucial. You can see, uh, same with Kieran as well. Um, you know, I think with forward players, the way I sort of set up, uh, let them have a lot of freedom and just go and play in the final third, stick to a structure to that point, but then it's, you know, down to them to know and what the magic can come up with stuff and just felt when you've got players that are trying too hard to score goals. Same with like Oli Pierce, I feel at the time. Um, Sometimes tries too hard, especially if he hasn't scored a couple of goals. Then you don't see the best out of these forward players um, because they need that freedom to go and express themselves, Um, which I do like to get them. But if they're putting so much pressure on themselves to score, um, like all forward players do, um, then you don't quite see see the best of them. So... Yeah, I think you know, scoring that first goal for, if you're joining the club is crucial, uh, massive to any player.
6: Okay, and obviously you mentioned earlier you're in contact with the players. Are you giving them all rigorous training regimes at the moment, or are you uh, no, it as purely off not really. Like
8: I say, it's, I can give them all these programmes, but it's going to be down to them. I, you know, it's totally down to them. It's just if they come back in in bad shape, bad condition, they've just got more work to do in pre-season. Um, so the, the fitter they can get themselves going into pre-season, and the, uh, the easier that's likely to be. Um, if a pre-season ever is easy. Uh, but yeah, you know, the, the way they worked last pre-season and throughout the season was, you know, really, really, really pleasing. They worked the socks off, and I'm sure they have got enough faith and trust in the group that we've got that they'll. Keep themselves ticking over and half themselves because you know, they ultimately want to perform and be the best they can for themselves. Um, so I think that's an important thing, and got that within our group. So I uh, don't uh, get them to send me what they're doing and stuff like that. You know, i just just down for them to keep ticking over.
6: Excellent. But well, I did, I did give you a hint earlier that I was going to ask you an additional question. Yeah. Um, yes. We've in, in your time managing Worthing. Yeah, what would you say, uh, you know, regarding the player has been sort of your funniest moments, and it's really you know give you a good, good old laugh. but yeah, Um I don't know. I have to think about it to be
8: honest. put it me been- on the spot. I can't, I can't think. Uh, no, I
6: don't know. It's never funny when I'm about. I'm too serious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, way too, too serious. Uh,
8: Have any fun. That's too serious. How's so, as the, as the home life under lockdown? Yeah, all, all good. They're just... i uh, now to um, start bothering each other a little bit more. Uh, you can see week to week that there's more arguments occurring, definitely. Um, but, yeah, they're, they're just... Been keeping each other saying at the moment so that's good um, yeah from my like personal point of view just watching loads of, sort of documentaries on different things uh, lots of American football ones on like Prime and stuff watching uh, as well as all the football ones reading lots of books and sort of getting sessions planned and stuff and just uh, um, yeah still look at it as an opportunity to sort of better myself Um uh, as, a, as a manager, really. Excellent. Well, it's,
6: it sounds like you're keeping yourself occupied, definitely. Yeah, definitely. have uh, got to look into a good routine and uh, do their
8: schoolwork. have obviously been off for a couple of weeks, so I get them back into the routine, and whilst they're doing the, their schoolwork, I'll try and get some work done myself, really. Sort of. um, yeah. Joining on right. that sort of schedule, so yeah, it's all good, and just look at as a sort of you know, a bit of a break from it, but more than ready you now to get back and attack the season whenever it may resume.
6: Yeah. Whenever it may resume, so right, yeah. Adam, cheers, mate. Thank you. I
3: you... think of that story as well.
6: Yeah,
8: yeah, next,
3: yeah, up, next time, he's I got two weeks. Is... He's got two weeks. Yeah, I
8: I think more like career. The story, you can
6: do a career based one if you want way too serious to have any funny stories <laughs> <laughs> alright Adam thanks ever so much mate right, we Thank always, you always care, appreciate everyone. you coming on yeah.
3: cheers Adam cheers Adam <laughs> so a little rebel yell dot live exclusive there that um, Dean Hammond is um, going to be with us pre-season hopefully we'll see him in a worthy shirt next season we'll have a little musical interlude there chaps and we'll be back after this little classic I heard
4: you say This not
3: was uh, Oasis with uh, "Don't Look Back in Anger"? What a tune! And, and that's what we shouldn't do at the end of this lockdown, should we, peeps? Is that right? Yeah. Mm. Was that yeah. Toby
4: right.
3: Ward that one? Uh, no, it wasn't actually. I just, I just saw it on my playlist. I was like, yeah, but I know Toby would have probably been getting a little bit <laughs> excited by that song. So I think I'll put yeah. any Jerry Cinnamon on next. I think if he, he'd be even more excited, he, he wouldn't be able to control himself. But you know, Um maybe. So yeah, yeah. Stu, Stu, so you you, you sell playgrounds, yeah. <laughs> to like businesses. How many yeah, rich worthy yeah. families in East Preston and uh fairing and all that have been buying from you this week?
1: Uh, not, <laughs> frankly, <laughs> not really the type of thing that I do, mate, if I'm being brutally honest. But uh yeah,
3: no. we still been busy, mate. Still been busy. You, you said you've been popping down the club a bit to me. I know well, I've we been messaging you on socials this week. What have you been down there? Have You uh, been sitting yeah. in the stand, watching yeah,
1: sitting in the stands and reenacting goals, <laughs> and yeah, going into the change room, putting kit out and putting it away again. And yeah, <laughs> has just... anyone got access
3: to CCTV? <laughs>
1: um, nah, I just, just going down, I'm going down daily, just making sure everything's right, uh, tidying up, doing some painting today. Um, yeah, some sweep ups and that. So yeah, just tick, just making sure that when we do go back with. The grounds and this best place it can be just to get straight back into it really um
6: are you drinking all the beer so it doesn't go out of date yeah right <laughs>
1: yeah. like, i want to it's making you that depressed i'm thinking about it it's <laughs> uh, um no i don't really That's drink one of the saddest uh,
6: stories i saw this week that the
3: pubs the the beer in the pubs is just sitting going off <laughs> thrown away
6: heartbreaking
3: well, the thing is, before this lockdown was properly announced, Pete, uh, Pete, me and Spence were talking. When we went to that um, Shoreham game versus Worthing United, we were going to go to a Wetherspoons the following. We can do this Rebel Yell live broadcast and get you all to order all the beer. So we could have helped cure it. So blame the government, guys. You know, we could have uh, we could have quite easily drunk it um, on Live and you've been paying for our drinks. <laughs> Ollie K has just said, we need to do a clap for Stew. Uh, what a dedicated guy. That's true. I do, I do echo those things. Should we do a clap on here, chaps? For you, like we do for the NHS. <laughs> have we all been going out? Have we all been going out eight o'clock to clap the NHS and the key workers? Yeah, yeah. It's nice to yeah. see, isn't it? It is nice yeah. to see.
6: Yeah, it, it it is good, but it, you know, um, I done it. How many of you saw Westminster Bridge? On oh god, god don't get me started.
3: absolutely shocking behaviour. <laughs>
5: The police were all there, though, weren't
3: they? All the police were there. What, what were they doing?
4: I couldn't believe that. that next to everyone as well, and clapping.
5: Yeah. Made no
3: sense. That's not going to help anyone. It was like, that.
4: you know, it, it, I'm all for, you know, the,
6: yeah, the NHS have been absolutely fantastic for all this. We all know. It started out as a, you know, a clap on the doorstep, show your appreciation. Yeah, great idea. And, and then you've got these people, and they just turn it into like a procession now, like a parade. That, you know, you've got to have 40 emergency service vehicles and the public, and just see, you know, it's like people are out there sort of strutting peacocks. <laughs> to, oh. the biggest, the What's a peacock? <laughs> Sorry? What's a peacock? Strutting, stressing
5: their feathers
6: like, <laughs> to see who can do the big, you know, do the do the best one, and I, think it's absolutely, it wasn't what it was intended to be. To uh, be like, it
5: turns to a bit of a competition. You see places like that, uh, who can could create it the biggest and.
7: Uh, there's people coming out with musical instruments and. Yeah, no, I did street... see
5: something on Instagram yesterday. It made me chuckle. Um, that. There's the old bloke in the in an estate timed his run perfectly, so he finished his run at eight o'clock. <laughs> Sad by everyone was clapping <laughs> and <he> was, Thank <laughs> you, thank you. <laughs> oh, it made me laugh. Uh, it's uh, quite funny that. I think we will
7: got to give Captain Tom a mention as well. What a guy!
5: Oh yeah, For, yeah, yeah. And Captain half
7: million Tom. or something, isn't it?
5: It's twenty-two yeah. now, mate. Bloody yeah! What a hero! That's, That's bad, incredible. Bad. 22 well, minutes
3: needs for that some,
6: guy yeah well he needs some recognition after this doesn't he We've, you know it's just oh, oh, yeah, he, he
5: you know, he'll be sorted he could... out by with a, a, an award of some sort I'm sure
3: uh, hopefully it's uh, knighthood or something yeah I reckon well when you're when you're
5: mayor of Worthing Jasper you can invite
3: him down can't you we can do a yeah yeah
5: no a, yeah I'm sure I'm sure I'll be able to arrange something you know pull a <laughs> few things at my end
3: <laughs> <laughs> so Sam, Sam's done his uh, "Would You Rathers again this week. Um, obviously, um, Jas, you were you were you were in that, involved in that last uh, last time we were on. So, Buddy and uh, Rushy and all of us, I think, Sam prepared some questions for. So, stand by your mics. Over to you, Sam. I hope they're not too harsh today.
7: No, they're all right. I, I know. Obviously, Jasper said he was uh, wanted to do the Haunted House rather than wear a Bogner shirt last time round. So, <laughs> 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 brilliant Ooh, awesome. wow. yeah. Okay, so first question is to you, James. So, I've got a Charlton-related question. I believe they're on the same amount of goals, but you can only keep one player for next season. Is it Lyle Taylor or Macaulay Bond?
3: Macaulay Bond, because Lyle Taylor's a gobshite on social media.
7: (laughs) Tell it as it is. Pretty simple one, then. (laughs) Okay. Pete, would you rather wake up in the middle of a desert... Or the middle of the rainforest.
6: Rainforest. Any reasoning buying that? Because there'd be fresh water there, wouldn't there? So I'd survive.
7: Fair. Get
5: yeah, eaten by an alligator the next flipping minute though. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, it'd be it'll be near that new Steve Irwin, it'll be Pete uh, Vailuin, <laughs> The crocodile hunter.
7: <laughs> Buddy, you ready for a question? Go for it. <laughs> Do you rather play a round of golf with Lloyd Dawes or have a PT session with Alex Parsons?
4: PT session with Alex Parsons. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Is that because it involved loads of takeaways after with Dawesy? Oh,
4: could, could you imagine eating with him? Oh my god!
3: I think this week he's had curry. I think he's had kebab, and I think he's had pizza. And he's still rocking the six pack in his his weights room in the garage. Just to yeah. let just to let Hinch know.
7: <laughs> have you played golf with him before? He seemed he seems to play it quite a lot with seen that on his Instagram.
4: No, never never played. Never played. I've not got that much time on my hands. He seems to have all the time in the world. Um but no, yeah, no. Definitely a PT session with Parso.
7: Cool. Um Jasper, I was having a look on football web pages and I had to look at some shirt numbers. Yeah. Um the most two popular shirts you've worn this season, the number nineteen and the number ten. Um, yeah. Which one is your favourite of the two of those? Number
5: 19. I like it. I mean, that's come from that's all come from Stu, to be fair, because um, around the changing rooms, all different numbers of a variety of different sizes. Um, and number 19 happens to be a small. And it's beautiful. And I've just kind of, time, whether I've been in the starting line-up or on the bench, I've been number 19 and it's kind of stuck now. So I've, I really do like the number. So
7: I'd have to go with number 19. There's yeah. one that would fit me as well, the size small, I'm sure. Aaron's exactly, yeah. in the same boat.
6: Believe <laughs> <laughs> really and El Messi became with him. Dund- he team did,
5: team. yeah. I mean, he had an average career, didn't he? So did all right. Yeah, all right. I
1: think we're going to stick with squad numbers next year, Jasper. You can have that one next year.
3: Oh, so it's an, um, Cole will be able to tell us about Messi soon, won't he? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, don't worry.
2: Don't oh, worry. You can, you, can,
3: you can come live from Barcelona next season, mate, yeah?
7: Yeah, I'll get him on
3: board.
7: Hola, hola come stay. There. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Carl, I've got a question, question for you now, Carl. Um, okay. So if you were to train with a keeper for the day, would it be de Buffon, obviously he's a legend, or another legend, Iker Casillas? Who would you pick to do a training session with?
2: Oh, it's got to be Casillas.
7: You're meant to be going always... Barcelona.
3: You can't be saying things like that, mate. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, he's always been my idol growing up and I could learn some Spanish off him.
7: <laughs> cool um, Stu, terrible, I, yeah. I know obviously you said last time you hate buses Um, so it's a bus related <laughs> question would you rather be stuck on a bus or stuck on a train
1: uh... <laughs> <laughs> I really ain't got a clue mate uh, a bus yeah gotta be a bus there's no toilets and buses are there no, so...
7: right, nightmare
1: <laughs> yeah, I've I, I no idea. How to answer that question really sounds to be quite honest with you, mate. <laughs> <Fair enough.
6: laughs> I don't know to go with buses, but there's toilets on trains,
1: Stuart. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, sorry, that's why I don't want to. I don't to be stuck on. Oh yeah, I don't want to be stuck on a bus. See, <laughs> <laughs> I've
7: to... To
1: let you off the bus. Yeah, no buses, no buses.
7: All right, Spence. So, yeah. would you rather sit on the bench for Man United and earn a hundred grand a week? Or you play every game for Salford City and earn a grand a week.
6: Oh, I think you gotta be playing.
1: Gotta be playing. Shut that. And it's money in the bank. Shut <laughs> <Stop> that. <laughs> that. Jesus Christ. So yeah, you. That answers just for the camera, is not it? Really. In reality, you just that money in the bank's much better, isn't it? Surely. Yeah,
7: yeah. I'm telling yeah. the media. I'm telling the media. I'm telling the media. I want to sit on the bench. Looks like so. a nice guy. But in reality, the money's the man. Well, my agent speaking to you. <laughs> Fair, into round two then. With for James. Would you rather would you rather never be able to use a touch screen or never be able to use a keyboard or a mouse again?
3: Uh oh good. Um I'd rather not use a touch screen because then I can't make I can't use my laptop and use my holiday videos and go on Pete Vale's favourite websites. <laughs> <laughs> the thing he completed he completed this he, he completed it this week apparently on, uh, on on internet but I won't go into that but you know we'll, we'll, yeah, leave, we'll, it at yeah. that, we'll leave
7: it at that it moving on moving on to, to Pete Pete um, so <laughs> next season would you rather <laughs> we in win the league and get knocked out the first FA Cup qualifying round or we go up via the playoffs but we then get a decent FA Cup run
6: Mm-hmm. you're talking over two seasons aren't you um, I, I just think promotion at any, any cost for me next season because we deserve it this season promotion at so any cost to, I, to, I agree it, yeah so if you had to sacrifice the cup then I'd sacrifice the cup for promotion any day of the week oh, I agree I agree that's fine um,
3: so back but I, don't to... think
6: we're, I don't think we win the FA Cup <laughs> you
3: never know you see, uh, you see Spence coming off the bench at Man United then, wouldn't you? Round three.
7: <laughs> We'd we'll, we'll have a chance then. Leicester yeah, won 100%. the Prems, so anything's possible. True. All right, Buddy. So imagine mm. that, that moving Buddies has moved to, to stateside America. Um, would you what rather sort of relocate JLo lo so Jennifer Lopez, or Jay-Z and Beyonce? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: Uh, oh, I think J-Lo it's got to be J-Lo innit it'd be from the Bronx though innit so I'd have to be careful
7: <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah so no Oh, actually yeah I'm changing it it's Beyonce and Jay-Z I'm not going to the Bronx no way
3: they're from Compton or something it? that's even worse
4: is that even worse <laughs> yeah.
3: Compton yeah <laughs> snub doggy dog <laughs>
4: No, I'll go. Um, no, I'll stick with my first one, J Lo.
7: J Lo, fair. Yeah. fair. Um, Jasper, would you rather be able to use teleportation or be a mind reader? Oh, teleportation, hundred percent. And Jasper, you know teleport
5: I to? Oh, oh being able to wake up quarter past one straight to Broiling Sea. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
4: <laughs> is that the first place you'd go that is
3: honestly <laughs> <the> frightening <first place laughs> like
5: <that>. <laughs> no yeah no it would be teleportation because <laughs> the amount of times where you've got to get somewhere or you want to be somewhere you, it's the possibilities are endless and to be honest I wouldn't want to read someone's mind you never yeah, know but Jasper you don't get to see
3: it. me in a trolley dolly's uniform if you transported wouldn't you yeah I, I will serve you in first class <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, think, I think you survive <laughs> Pete, just because you want to see you asked me for a yeah, private picture of me in my uniform this week, so shut up you.
7: <laughs> Alright, we've got three questions left. Carl, would you like American sports? Um not really. No, okay. Well, we'll go with this question anyway. So <laughs> in American sports, would you rather be sort of the number one draft pick in the NBA draft, so for basketball, or the number one pick in the NFL draft for American football?
2: Oh, it's got to be American football. <laughs> Oh, my God, you'd be snapped in half.
5: No, I wouldn't.
2: I'm, I'm the fast winner or something. I'd be taking them all.
5: Like, I can imagine you playing basketball, but I don't know about
7: NFL. I'm not a chance basketball, NFL. Be a wide receiver, catching all the balls on the sidelines. That's yeah, exactly. good handling. Good handling of a keeper. <laughs> um, Stu, if we're to sign a, a player, would you sign Greg Luer or Jake Robinson? <laughs> Um, or neither. Uh, yeah, I have
1: to be Jake, uh, Jake Robinson, I think, mate, to be honest. I don't think we ever will, but uh, yeah, Jake Robinson, to be honest. Cool. Good striker, man. He scores He's goals. Very good striker. He
4: scores goals.
5: Right, oh, boys, I hate, to, I hate to say it, but who's Jake Robinson?
4: Yeah, I love that, <laughs> <laughs> You're just concentrating yourself, Jasp That's what I like. <laughs>
7: And the final question for Spence. So if you got in a fight, would you rather have Rocky from obviously all the Rocky movies on your side or Jackie Chan? Oh, it's got to be Rocky. Nothing can beat him. He just always comes back. So we're just
3: alone.
4: Good choice.
3: Uh, quality thank thank you for those sam really good questions again so we're just going to do one more song chaps and then we'll finalize this for a little bit more chat and then you can be on your way so we'll be back with you guys in a few minutes <laughs> Right, that was uh, Panic at the Disco and High Hopes there. Um, we're back for the last part of uh, Rebel Yell Live this Super Saturday. Um, so, this week, chaps, have, uh, have we been watching anything really on TV? Because I'll tell you what I've watched and I've absolutely loved is The Tiger King on Netflix. Because that is just so weird. Have you guys watched it? Carol uh, uh, Baskin. Ah, <laughs> oh, Carol Baskin.
4: <laughs> i have seen it i have seen it i kind of i didn't i didn't I, I couldn't get into it but then the more you kind of watch it you, you need to watch another one so i have ended up com- completely watching it and it's so he weird a, he is a psycho isn't he
3: yeah, but they all are and that guy the harem. what's his name doc with his harem of women in uh in florida <laughs>
4: yeah what a life eh? Yeah,
3: and like training them, renaming their names, and paying for boob jobs. I mean, what, 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 what a weird, weird. Riding thing. elephants. From right. And then that geezer from uh, Vegas that bought the uh, the zoo off uh, Joe Exotic. Yeah, Flo. Yeah, Rushy, have you watched it? No, no. I've seen all the memes and stuff about it. Yeah, you've, no. you've got to watch it this week, mate. It's absolutely, you're really weird. What about you, Jess? Have you seen that one?
5: It sounded and, a bit like you. Oh, no, my! my, my <laughs> all my pals have been talking about it, but I'm. Um, you it. I've been watching. I tell you what, I have. Well, I'm going to start. I haven't actually started it, but you know the new um, Love Island type thing.
3: No, thank you. What's no, the, thank yeah. you. Oh, not
5: for,
4: brilliant. Not for me, Jess. No, nah, buddy, I don't know. <laughs> I,
5: I, saw, I saw. What's, I saw what's, the, what's I saw this new Love Island thing? thing? It's like, I can't exactly remember what it's called, but it's basically they people go into a villa and they're all really. Horny people, right? And there's a prize <laughs> pot. No, it's just what it is. there's a prize pot at the end. I think it's probably something like 50 grand. And every basically, the whole idea of the game is to keep your abstain feelings under control. So if you have sex with someone <laughs> on the show, it takes like a grand out the pot. And every time you do something, it takes money. So people do stuff and then it causes like rouser in the group. Uh, and...
3: Just for that, sounds like amazing TV. I That's got a weird <laughs> factor, isn't it? It's
5: fantastic entertainment. <laughs> what
3: is it ITV2 or something what a surprise it's on
5: Netflix, it's on
3: Netflix. oh it's Netflix
5: oh really yeah. Netflix series oh yeah, I think it only,
6: came, it only came out yesterday or something yeah yeah, yeah basically you've yeah, just, just, just got to have a bit of self-control as a teenager yeah. and it seems teen- teenagers these days have no self-control
2: <laughs> Jasper is that on every day or is it like a weekly thing
1: I
5: think Oh, oh you, you to watch them Yeah. the whole first series is on there already yeah, you can watch it all. Oh, decent. So,
4: if, must if you be guys a young
3: kid. <laughs> is that not on hairy Tube for Kev Gold's channel? <laughs>
6: Don't mention that name. <laughs> <laughs> um, have, have any of you guys seen the the English game on Netflix?
3: I was going to say, is it any good? Oh.
6: Yeah, I thought I thought it was really good. It's but it goes back to sort of um, the eighteen hundreds uh, when sort of the FA was first set up. Um, yeah, 12, it's well, it's well worth a couple of hours of your time. I think there's only five or six parts,
3: yeah. maybe, maybe not even that many. I watched I my favourite six... one. What's that?
5: Oh, no, go on, James.
3: No, I was gonna say my favourite football thing on Netflix at the moment is Sunderland till I die, and it's uh, yeah, the last, set, oh, epi- the last episode, the last episode of uh, the second season where a certain Charlton Athletic killed Sunderland's dreams in the last yeah. seconds of the game, and, uh, and you would have seen Muggins here crying his eyes out in the crowd. But you didn't see it, but that's what I was doing.
5: <laughs> yeah, no. I've watched on Amazon Prime. Yeah, the cl- class of '92. So,
3: oh, that's brilliant. It's that Nicky
5: Nicky Bart, Ryan Giggs, David Beckham, Gary, yeah. Phil, and basically all talking about that treble-winning season. And some of the and there was a bit on when obviously David Beckham kicked out, and some of the some of the scrutiny and the things that people said to him, they hung it, they hung like a doll up in the streets yeah. with David Beckham kit on, like sent him. Mm. Bullets in the post. Oh, he, he, was the, he was the most hated man in football. Oh at that my time. God. I, was, I was shocked. Yeah. When did that come out? Was and that then, recent? Is that, that just been released? Oh, that's yeah. like quite a while ago. It's been out almost a year, I think. It was. It was. It was um, well, the, the incident was. Was it '96? Yeah. '98 when
7: he got sent 98, off. '98.
6: '98 yeah. <coughs> France. '98, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And they won the '98. Sent off against Sylvain Cener.
7: Terrible. That
6: Simone,
5: I believe. Yeah. Mate. No, mate, it's crazy. Honestly, I
3: didn't. No, I think some of those things on Netflix, you could be there for hours and hours. if you got in the moment? I mean, uh, another one—it's kind of non-football related—was the um, Andy Murray documentary. I don't know if you only watched that on Amazon Prime. That was quite amazing to see how he came back from his injuries a couple of years ago. That was a pretty decent insight. There's
4: quite Does a few on Prime, isn't there? He's quite an interesting guy,
3: isn't he, Andy Murray? Yeah, <laughs> he's Mister Mr. <laughs> Mr. Mr. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> personality, isn't he? Yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah well, I, uh, uh, it was be a be great fair, game of touch tennis. on, sport. Touch
4: on what Hinch said, actually, I watched. I, I have watched all of the American football ones uh, and uh, on yes. the Amazon Prime, and they're really good.
5: Yeah, there's uh, loads of them, isn't there? Yeah, it gives points. you a
4: good insight on how how it all works and it goes into the uh, how how they go through the season and yeah. some of the uh, training regimes they go to go go for. Like the quarterbacks are in sort of their own sort of little room on their own on VR via. via um, the virtual reality machines and they're sort of literally watching themselves in their own games training and stuff and the, wow. all the how, how intense it is it is really good actually it is a really good watch
3: is it a bit like the Leeds and the like Man City programs, yeah. like behind the scenes yeah the
5: I Man City think. one was the one yeah. that <laughs> burst onto the scene really and kind of set the song wasn't it that like, into the yeah. blue oh,
3: yeah, and, then awesome. le- and then Leeds Leeds are
7: falling apart again <laughs> like they always do there's a Tottenham one that's supposed to be coming out so that should be quite funny Oh, Spurs. They, always have to, they always have to
3: put their f- funds into everything, don't they? None of you are Spurs fans here, are you?
2: No. no. My
3: wife is. Russia, who do you support? Like, are you I, don't, fans, or? I, I don't actually support anyone. Uh, I've never,
2: obviously, like, for the teams that i play played, but I've just kind of like...
3: You seem were United to follow before them. Brighton, weren't you? <laughs>
2: Uh I don't, I, no no I was just at, I was at uh, Halifax and then obviously went on trial there and everything.
3: Oh, well you went on trial there, yeah.
2: Yeah, there in Arsenal, and then I obviously went to Brighton. But I, no, I don't really support anyone. I just watch whatever football is on,
5: really.
3: Because uh, Jas Jasper, you you said last year on a Worthing FC channel, you didn't really support. You kind of keep your eye on Brighton and stuff, don't you? And yeah, you know, no. I, I like, like to
5: follow it. the local teams and the teams that are trying to do right by young players um, so l- l- I enjoyed watching Derby a lot last season because um, <laughs> yeah, of f- what Frank Lampard because
3: of, forest fan. <laughs>
5: <laughs> of fra- what Frank Lampard was doing there you saw the likes of Harry Wilson, Fikero Tamori Mason Mount, players like that and then you see it again this season they do it really well like Jason Knight and Louis Sibley and all that they bring a lot of players through so I, pr- I can appreciate managers and teams that have the correct ethos in place but as far as supporting and sort of actually sticking to what to a team I, I don't really just spend my time playing rather than watching
3: don't get tempted by derby jas we need you next year <laughs> trophy <laughs> we need the wasp buddy who do you support i've never really asked
4: you i'm a united fan but that's that goes local
3: to, local fan yeah
4: yeah a local united fan but I just supported who my dad supported. That sort of that <laughs> that scenario. Yeah, yeah. But um, but no, honestly, the older you get, sort of, and it's not got nothing to do with how rubbish they are now. Um, but like just touched We play every Tuesday, every Saturday. We don't really go and get to see live games or anything no, like that. That's mm. um, So you kind of you, you, I watch matches of the day every Saturday whenever I can. But um, and I do follow United still. But I'm not a passionate. If they're playing, I have to watch it. If I if I miss it, I miss it. It's it's one of them sort of because we spend so much of our time playing now as well. So, yeah, so yeah. No, so true. yeah, I wouldn't want to watch United week in week out either. <laughs>
3: yeah. I know Stu said uh, you you obviously just sort of follow Brighton because and I know it was your dream to put out the kit. Unfortunately, then bloody Brighton not beat us in extra time, eh, Carl? But you know, uh, <laughs> you you were quite. Uh, is that sort of your team? Would you say apart from Worthing? Yeah. <laughs>
1: Are you talking to me, mate, or Carl?
3: Yeah, yeah, Stu.
1: Oh, okay. Sorry, pal. Uh, yeah, I would say it's my dream. Um, we've got loads of other stuff I want to achieve before that, mate. You um, <laughs> no, wanted
3: to go yeah, in the drains room at, uh, at the Ambex? <laughs> yeah, like no,
1: Wem- Wembley, Wembley, nice
3: Wembley instead, Wembley
1: instead, yeah. Yeah, it would have been nice. That For, I, for I, that I conference national forget. playoff final. <laughs>
3: I've
1: got. Will- two south of for the Amex I used to go with my mates, see my mates really um, I'm Man United 100% through through Man United so oh, really? now I don't Fair get to see anything now. because I'm putting the kit out and wiping these boys' arses on every Saturday and Tuesday <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> and obviously uh, Sam you're Chelsea talking about Spence, that
4: can you get any wet uh, wipes
3: your West Ham I'll drop some don't want sorry. <laughs> don't want to know don't want to know <laughs> No, it's, um, it's uh, Spence, your your West Ham. I know you're kind of a sit-at-a-distance sit West Ham fan now, aren't you?
7: Yeah, it's where I was born and brought up and I had a season ticket for, for years when I was younger, but, you know, moved away. And without getting into too much detail, i getting too upset about it. It's not the club it was.
3: No, it's just mm. a shame what you see on these. I mean, I know Sam supports <laughs> that other small team in Fulham, you know, the ones that just are uh, down the road. <laughs>
7: Yeah, I mean, for me, obviously with Chelsea, I've had a season ticket since I was like 15, 16. And I put a post up because it's my 30th on Tuesday. And I said, oh, I can't believe I've seen them win everything live. You know, I've been to the Champions League final, been to the Europa League final and done everything with them. It's fantastic. But now my I'm my, my full uh, full concentration and commitment and, and life now is in, interwoven. And nothing want want more than anyone else is, is us to go up and... See how far we can go. So, Conference South, Conference. Who knows?
3: It's funny you say that because I um I saw um I was at in the Charlton away end when we played you when you first won the trophy and it was a penultimate Home game of the season. You lifted it and you ended up drawing with us or just beating us by a goal, I think it was. But um that that was weird. Like seeing like the Premier League trophy lifted in in a stadium with Charlton in because it's never gonna happen for Charlton really. To be fair. Yeah.
5: Oh, to be fair, actually, I've I've got a Charlton career mode going on, and we're on our way to the Prem. So
3: I Jasper, think... if you if you want to ever leave Worthing, that's the only club you're allowed to go to,
5: right?
0: <laughs> okay,
3: deal. <laughs> I want I want I want I want, I want 19 as a Charlton shirt. signed from you, all right, yeah. That'd be good. But yeah, no, um, no, so it's it's been good. But we we've got our own turmoil. But this is a Worthing podcast. We've had we had a good laugh this week, chaps, haven't we? Have you Have you enjoyed it?
5: Oh yes, really
3: good yeah so we'd just like to say thank you for joining in carl and buddy Um, i guess jasper you're pretty much part of the podcast team now we might as well add you <laughs> to our whatsapp group because you're involved. always on it <laughs> i'll put you on your whatsapp group because you're always in there if you want but yeah buddy and russia you're welcome back anytime really appreciate it well, i need you guys to try and get some of the non or the skype technophobes to get involved like i think it'd be quite funny to get as many as you lads on the line as possible and just give you the podcast mic for an hour or something do it all yourself like changing in banter or something so uh tell um ollie ollie pierce who Apparently only knows how to use FaceTime and uh, Lloyds too too busy eating his pizza um, to get involved and uh, you know get a few get a few more of you on because it's it's great to see you guys and I know um I know Stu you like be it feels like you're back in the changing room again and, you know for us as fans we see a little insight for you know what we don't normally see on a match day yeah. but um. Just keep yourself safe, guys. Is there any last messages? I mean, actually, I should say, really, as it is part of the Football uh, Supporters Association, Rebel Yell issue four is still available. It's two, two, uh, £3.50 delivered. Um, PayPal.me forward slash Rebel Yell WFC. Um, £3.50, and Sam will post that on his daily walks to
7: the letterbox uh, <coughs> if you haven't bought it already. How many copies we got left, Sam? Um, Out of the one fifty, there's about... 85 left on my latest count so we've sold quite a few and obviously we're grateful for the purchases but yeah just, just keep buying it obviously, Tom Cholai he bought a couple of copies he bought one for him and one for his dad as well um, so yeah buy it it's a good read and obviously you're supporting the club at the same time
3: So Rushy I don't know if you want to get your old man to buy a, cup, a copy up there and you can send it up to Ali <laughs> Fats for you I know he likes listening in so get him to support us get him to buy a copy I'm um, for a bit
8: pretty
3: well he'll meet me you are. It.
6: Well, he it, he just it. Put a, a message in the group saying stay safe everyone so thank you i presume that's your dad Carl. yeah i probably should give
2: him a shout out actually it's a shout out to my dad probably upstairs on his on his ipad or something
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, just like jasper's dad was. <laughs> you're supporting a family but yeah uh, and Stu, have you got any um more things from the club you want to say isn't it it's, how's the fun going
1: uh, I think it's stalled mate if I'm being brutally honest it's a difficult one yeah. to get off the ground because obviously people have uh, money to sp- they want to keep all their money and spend it on things that are more family oriented I get it obviously NHS mm-hmm. is, is important as well but yeah if anybody's got a few quid throw it into the crowdfunding or whatever it was that they set up um, for the club but yeah except for that mate nothing else to report I'm sure Barry's more power and
3: higher might than I am mate in a couple of weeks time yeah, we'll hopefully get so well, in I a couple of a... weeks' time because we might get a bit of an update then. Uh, Pete, Sam, Spence, anything? Last words from you guys?
7: No, just stay safe, everybody.
5: Yeah.
6: Yeah, I think, keep, I, keep I think that's safe. the main message. Um, don't forget, people, as well, um, there is there is a link on the Worthing Football Club site that if you are purchasing anything, and a lot of people are doing it now, ordering their groceries um, online, that there is that link where the, the club will get a donation for what you you actually spend online, so just bear that one in your mind. They uh, don't give us a fortune, but it, it will. It all goes to the club to help.
5: Perfect.
3: Nice, no, brilliant. So, um, yeah. from the okay, sales again. guys. Thank you, Jasper, Carl, Buddy. It's good to see you. It's good to hear from you. Hope you enjoyed it. We'll hopefully be back in a couple of weeks' time. Maybe some more updates in terms of what's going on in the footballing world because it is changing every day. But I'll just from myself and all the rest of the Rebel Yield team, just uh, stay at home, stay safe, and protect the NHS. Thank you very much, guys, and we'll see you soon. Yeah,
2: nice. One. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers,
4: guys. Cheers.
3: Thanks again, guys, for listening to this uh, broadcast of Rebel Yale Super Saturday. We'll be back in a couple of weeks' time with a new live podcast. In the meantime, please do order the fanzine. Go to paypal.me, forward slash rebelyalewfc to order yours, and Sam will post it for you, just priced at £3.50. Stay safe, guys. Thank you.
0: Acast powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend.